Hey guys, I see a lot of speculation with these artists around something called the 80-20 rule, and they talk about it like it's the center of gravity, but the last time I checked, it's not. Uh, I want to start by explaining what it isn't. Uh, now, these artists are not entire, they're not entirely wrong, but it's worth understanding more than it is theorizing. I don't know. I feel like things like the 80-20 rule aren't meant to be anything but either explained or used for planning things out. Some artists argue that the 80-20 rule is about putting 80% of your time into promoting music and 20% into actually making more of it. This is true. I mean, that's not what the 80-20 rule actually is, but when you get to a point where promoting your music and making it making more begin to just melt into the same river that's when I feel like a lot of the magic starts to happen then you really don't have to separate your focus your habits kind of just blend into each other and it's all you know sort of intertwined in my experience a lot of interesting results come from this it's probably the healthiest way of going about music and promotion as we move toward the future so again it's true but it's not the 80-20 rule other artists argue that the 80-20 rule is about putting 80% of your time into offering value to fans and potential listeners and 20% of it into asking for some in return. This idea they have is more like a jab, 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 right hook sort of thing where you ask people a question or two about themselves. You say, I really appreciate people who support my music. Then maybe you tell a joke. Then you say, hey guys, I got a new song coming out tomorrow. Who wants to hear it when it drops? Uh, so then there, there are like four posts, tweets, whatever you of you are giving. And then one of you asking four to one, 80 to 20. It does make sense. And it is true. Okay, so what is the 80-20 rule if not that? So while these, while these things are true, there's an actual economic universal meaning to the rule that applies to just about everything, but it's more based on results than approach. Uh, for the most part, and you can use it to make your approach more productive and fruitful, for lack of a better word. Because when you study certain results, you can create your own version of them. There was an Italian economist in the 1800s named Vilfredo Pareto, but for now, let's call him Lil Rado, okay? That's his rapper name, Lil Rado. That's his rapper name, Lil Rado. He has like GDP and Marx tattoos on his face. He has the words opportunity cost spelled out in tattoo ink on his knuckles. You know, his hair is green for like money, some gold, maybe some blue for the newer $100 bills. So that's Lil Rado. And Lil Rado is quite the smart business savvy rapper because he comes up with this thing at the time known as the Pareto Principle. Now we call it the 80-20 rule, but here's how it applies to other rappers since he kind of blazed the trail for us. The idea is that 20% of one thing gives you 80% of the other. What's weird is that as long as they both have to do with each other but aren't exactly the same two things, just within, within <laughs> with the exception of a couple other variables and such, it's true in just about every situation you can think of. Here are some examples. 20% of the artists in the music industry are the ones making 80% of the money. A lot of the other 80% of the artists complain about it instead of figuring out how to join them because the best way to beat something is either by joining it and moving on from there or offering something different and moving on from there. But you gotta move. You can't just fucking sit there with your dick in your hand and use your tears as lubricant crying about the money you don't have. 20% of the work yields 80% of the results. This is no reason to necessarily half-ass things, but when you find out the 20% of things in your songs that got, you know, and kept 80% of everybody's attention who listened to it and started telling their friends about it, your perspective and your aim, your approach, when it comes to actually making more music, they just might 
might shift a little. And those little shifts every time get you closer and closer and closer to what the market wants out of your sound. There are other things though, like branding and experimentation, but those are different episode topics. 20% of the shit you do is just as important as the other 80% combined. Say you have a list of 10 things you want to do for today. The two highest priority things are going to be just as important as the other eight combined because those two are maybe bigger things, things that yield better results than any given two things of the other eight. It's a matter of looking at the results, evaluating them and being like, you know, okay, what did the most for me and my fans? What were the two things? The other eight are only meant to be done either by you when you have time after doing the big two or by somebody else. This while you're doing the big two. This is important because a lot of people focus on the eight since they're smaller, each time, each takes less time to get done, etc. But part of joining the 20% of artists that make 80% of the money, if I had to make an educated guess, is to not focus on the other eight things, but to focus on the big two. Now, another way of looking at this is when you can tip the scale and look at it like, hmm, what if I aim for the 19% that gets me the other 81? What if I aim for the 18% that gets me the other 82? And so on until it's the 1% that gets you the other 99. Uh, You just kind of wash, rinse, and repeat, and everything turns out in your favor. The 1% should be your focus. You find the laser tunnel vision of things that set you on fire, and then you go.